The White House is warning Americans in Russia to, quote, leave right now. That is after Russian authorities arrested a woman from California for treason after she allegedly donated to a Ukrainian charity. The woman's employer says she's a dual U.S.-Russia citizen who was visiting family when she was arrested. The State Department says it is aware of her detention and that the U.S. has not been granted consular access to her because Russia does not recognize dual citizenship. CNN senior international correspondent Fred Plykin is following the story. Fred, what more are you learning about why she was detained? Hi there, Jessica. Yeah, yeah, we are learning that her name is uh, Xenia Karolina. And um, what we have learned from, from U.S. sources, but also from Russian sources as well, is that apparently she entered Russia on February the 2nd, and the U.S. learned of her detention on February 8th. Now, apparently all of this happened in the town of Yekaterinburg, which is about, say, about a two-and-a-half-hour flight east of Moscow. And that's also where she's supposed to go on trial, actually, in the next coming days. The trial was supposed to happen today, but it's apparently now been pushed back to February 29th, while she remains in custody. And as you've already mentioned, so far there's no chance to get her any consular services because the Russians don't recognize dual citizenship. Now, I've read some of the sources from the Russians that came out about all of this, and they say that she donated to a Ukrainian organization that provided, as the Russians called it, tactical medicine, uh, whatever that is. Uh, and then also uh, that this group was also purchasing weapons for the Ukrainians, and that specifically uh, she had also made pro-Ukrainian comments uh, in the past couple of uh, years, since the, or the past year and a half, since this war has been going on. The spa that she worked at in Beverly Hills they also put out a statement as well, and they said that she donated, as they put it, $51.80 to a Ukrainian charity, um, and that she was visiting her grandmother in Yekaterinburg, who is 90 years old. So the Russians are seeing this as treason and are obviously going to try and bring these charges, which could bring a massive jail sentence with them. Again, right now, unclear what sort of aid the U.S. Embassy in Moscow is going to be able to provide uh, to this uh, U.S. citizen, but certainly a very dire situation, especially, of course, right now as things are even more charged up as, uh, than usual uh, in, in Russia, guys. Unbelievable. All right, Fred Plankin, thanks so much for that reporting, Boris. All of this is happening as Russia continues to make small gains in the east after taking a key town in Ukraine. But its forces seem to be meeting fierce resistance in the south. Let's discuss with CNN military analyst, retired Lieutenant General Mark Hurtling. General Hurtling, uh, great to see you. Thanks for being with us. Uh, the White House put out a warning in light of, of this uh, arrest of a dual U.S.-Russian citizen in Russia, asking any Americans in Russia to immediately leave uh, how significant is the risk for Americans who may still be there? It's highly significant, Boris. I, I think anyone who is considering going to Russia right now would be a fool to go. And even some of the tourist places like St. Petersburg, uh, Moscow, the places where you would consider that tourists would be welcome and relatively safe. But given the kinds of actions they've conducted against members of the press, against average citizens, against anyone who is doing something that Russia doesn't approve of, to be thrown in jail for long prison sentences, it's just, it's just it's a huge warning to stay away. You know, I, I visited Russia several times during my career. There was always concern about what you were doing, what people were listening to, how you were being perceived. So I would just reinforce what the State Department is saying. Stay out of Russia right now. 
Uh, focusing on what's happening on, on the battlefield, NSC spokesperson John Kirby recently blamed congressional inaction for Ukraine a retreating from Avdivka in the east. Do you think that insufficient resources were solely to blame there? They were absolutely a big part of it. Now, it wasn't the only reason, Boris. Uh, you know, there, is, there have been the back and forth between Russian and Ukrainian forces over the last several months. But when you take a look at the tactical situation on the ground, Russia is attempting to put Ukraine on the defensive everywhere. And they have the artillery and the missiles to do that as Ukrainian arms continue to wear thin. Uh, they are in dire situations. Their supply lines have been disrupted over the last several months because of inaction, and it has now reached an inflection point, a critical time. Uh, Ukraine is going to have to reestablish their defensive lines. They're going to have to withdraw from where they've been defending over the last several months. And unfortunately, it's all due to a la lack of action and continued support primarily by the U.S., if these are the, the short-term consequences of aid getting logjammed in Congress, I wonder what you calculate the long-term consequences would be. Yeah, well, I'll just reinforce the short-term ones, Boris. First of all, the short-terms are increased death of Ukrainian soldiers and citizens. In fact, it is a situation right now where it is life and death depending on what arms Ukrainian soldiers can get. It's the increased destruction of Ukrainian infrastructure. It's continued holding of Ukrainian citizens and children as hostages in Russia. They just released several more a few days ago, but there are literally thousands of hostages that Russia has taken. Uh, in the long term, it's emboldening Putin and the Russian leaders. Inaction has given Putin a second win. It's allowing him to achieve his pre-war strategic objectives regarding the division of NATO and the United States, as well as the attempts to subjugate uh, Ukraine. In the long term, it's increasing dangers to other countries in Europe. I've talked to many of my former colleagues in European armies. They are very concerned, especially in several specific countries like Poland, Romania, the Baltics. Uh, they're concerned about what Russia might do next. And it's also the final thing is long term, the potential of the U.S. being pulled into future conflicts, all while our standing on the world stage continues to deteriorate uh, because of the lack of inaction of the Republican Congress right now. Lieutenant General Mark Hurtling, appreciate your perspective. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Boris.